noise. Wait, we're live? Oh, it's noon oh. already? <laughs> What's going on, guys? We are live. Show prep. Let's get it going. How's it going, guys? Matt here with Carolina Coops. Welcome to Video Chicken. Uh, to my left is my host, Kristen Warren. I think this one really could be a male. Oh, we got one that's hatching? This show is for you guys. This is the bass fiber. Y'all know chickens are the gateway drug into homesteading. We survived with only one trip to the ER. Coyotes are everywhere. It's about time you show up, Matt. Uh -huh. It's a great straw. It is time, finally, for chicken police. They defecate every 12 seconds. Is that true? <laughs> Now it is officially noon because the buzzer went off. <laughs> well, I've never counted. <laughs> Long road. That's a good one with the, with the courts and everything. And more chickens. Well, the math you do now, Daddy, is chicken math. <laughs> Calm like, down, Matt. But... Calm down. <laughs> we are live. It is July 7th, 2023. Good. Coming to you live from Creedmoor, North Carolina. I'm and, glad we got the date in. And today, yeah. I actually, this is one of my favorite shows to do because it's just straight up Q&A, right? Mayhem. I have stuff. Oh I have God. stuff. And I'm sure you've got something to get off your chest. Yes. He always does. Yeah. I don't. <gasps> no. Uh, you thing, guys sound good on both Facebook and YouTube. Oh, thank you, Nan. Thank you, Nan. Um, I, I don't have... Yeah. I, there's there's <laughs> the things I would love to get off my chest, I can't talk about here. I try to talk uh. about as many things here as possible. Trust me, people don't want to hear about the things we got going on behind... There's behind the scenes, and then there's behind behind the scenes. I'll talk about it. No. Oh, behind the veil. Muskrat. Um, all right, so, Kristen, how are you doing today? Wait, did you just muskrat I me? I sure did. Uh, Ooh, feisty, so feisty, again, Matt. No, not feisty. Nothing's pissed me off so far today. That I I realized if I come in the late, the day is early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I come in late, no, no, no. Listen, this past week. Wait, you were about to say if, when you come in late, mm -hmm. you don't get pissed off. Things are better. Mm -hmm. Is that an option it, for it the rest of the staff? No, it depends on <laughs> what I walk into. Let me let me put it this way. Here's what I find very interesting about being in my flip flops on a daily basis owning a business. You're you're supposed to wear open I mean closed toed oh, shoes. Oh, you are so hung up on that rule. I can't I got stopped at the door. As you should. You can't I can't sue myself. Muskrat muskrat is code for you're not allowed to talk about like there's no question. Nope. Can't talk defer, about defer, defer. Yeah. Abort. Abort. Um that's what muskrat is. That's a code word we use here. I want that blue shirt Matt is wearing. You know you know what's yeah, why funny why don't you offer those? People would love those shirts. Hey we can office. offer everything. Yes, we can. For I, price, I offer it have, all. If we have an in-house seamstress, we can do shirts to order. We should get one of those embroidery machines. Fine. If that's what we have to do. Why can't you just farm it out? I wish. I have asked office office staff <laughs> how many days, how many I times have, have I asked. asked. Thank I you. And all right, listen, bottom line is last week, and if you're following us on social media, James, our social media guy, he's doing a great job being consistent job, and, and capturing the stuff, even though there's some stuff I'm like, oh gosh, why do you got to show that? It's a little embarrassing. It's like people coming over to your house and they come unannounced the, the, the drop in and you're doing laundry and cleaning the kitty litter that's box not, and all yeah, that. Yeah, that's not the worst that it can be. A anyways. Trust me, I know from experience. My team, la our team last week were they were so nervous what's matt gonna say what's matt gonna do but they did what i beg of them 
make a decision. I got to start stepping away and let them be. I've raised them up to run this business as they see fit based on the culture we've created here, right? And that is make a decision. I get so mad when people don't make a decision. I'd rather see a wrong decision than no decision, right? Makes sense. They just experience, if you ever worked in a factory, when you go to move one part of the shop, mm -hmm. I've already lost your attention. How did I lose your attention? This is such a great story. I, I, I'm at the edge of my, my seat. Yeah, that, no, you're not. Um, there's a domino effect, mm -hmm. and the domino effect happened, but they got through it. They didn't give up. It's a lot of work moving stuff around, and it is so much better out there. And I was telling Ingrid when I was giving her the tour this morning, I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to say anything. That's great. You have a great staff. Yes. Every single person here is wonderful. So to me, what they don't understand is they don't see it from my shoes. They're doing what I've asked of them, but it takes so long to train them. It's so long for them to get used to what is going on. Anyways. Um, I have to say something. Yes, please. So Robert said on Facebook marketplace, a seller was showing pictures of your American coupe on sale for $88. I sent you the photo. I don't know if he sent it to me or who, of course, when I contacted him, he was sold out. So again, if you see this, just report the post, report the seller, yeah. report, report, report. It's the only thing we can do. It happens. I mean, Kristen showed me somebody selling a picture of our American coupe on Etsy yeah. for plans. Yep. And I reached out to that person. Ingrid, you got to turn yourself out a little bit. Um, I reached out fader, to- Fader, Fader. There you that go. That sounds Mike better. Three. Um, fader three. When it. I When I reached out to the seller, they, they apologized and they took it down. Like I always give people a chance to do the right thing. So she took it down. It was somebody in England. They had a bunch of different coops, but one of the pictures was ours. So she took it down. But these marketplace people, these people on Facebook are relentless. So just report anytime you see it. Yeah. $88 is one of those that's, yeah, you, you, you know it's a scam. Yeah. So it's happening, and it happens Hopefully. more than I ever, ever thought it was ever well, going to happen. Yeah. Did you ever, could you ever have imagined that you would have been, so popular that people would fake you. All right, may I? May I? That is actually, if you take a step back, that's pretty cool. Yes, I realized that, and no, I've had to come to terms uh -huh. on a lot of things. Or my vitiligo was going to keep on growing across my face. My hair was going to get even whiter, which reminds me, I got to tell a story at the DMV. Um, for years, and I don't want to plug this, but I'm just going to say it. For years, when when we first got into the chicken coop business. When we were custom coop builders, and that's all we were, so many times, Bulliard, I think is the name, there was this coop that people were always showing us. Can you build this? Can you build this coop? I love this coop. It was the same one over and over and over. And it was a cool looking chicken coop. You know, it was beautiful. But the function was, it didn't make any sense. I remember back then, like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. I remember back then saying, one of my goals is I want my coop to be that coop that people are always saying, can you build this? Can you build this? And I forgot about that until recently mm -hmm. when I have had, I had, I had a, a new mentor of mine that I was, he's a business owner. And I was talking to him about some of the things going on behind the scenes. And he said, Matt, don't ever chase bad money with good money. And it made sense to me because there are people that I love competition, but stealing and cheating. No, that's yeah. wrong. Yeah. And it's like, where do you draw the line? Where do you focus on? And it just made sense to me. And I, and I started to realize it is a compliment. It so, is. So, mm -hmm. anyways, all right. 
Guys, today, Q&A. Sorry about the beginning of the show. I don't know why. But, it, and and it, it's still, the night is young. You can still come up with a rant. No. No. I, I can push some buttons. No, no more. I got mad last week. I have week. a rant. I got mad last week. You're, we're going to get to your rant. My rant's first. Wait, do we need some rants? No. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 the no. The non-rant. Yay. Nope, nope. I, I, uh, I'm back on my medicine. <laughs> that's what it is. I am not uh, taking myself off my meds. I, I am in a happy place, and that's all that matters. That's probably good for the rest of us. I too. have a big enough soapbox for everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, Let's boy. just all climb right on. So, yeah. So, Kristen, guys, you're not going to believe this. The crap that happens in your life, Kristen. I know. It really I, I'm is. I'm just going to have to I, spend some time at the small claims court, probably. I, yeah. You know, and, I, I'm still chasing that walnut tree that got stolen. So, and we got the pictures, <sighs> right? Okay. All right. When you're ready, let's queue up the pictures. Kristen, I don't understand. Okay, we're going to start with the dump truck. Right, yeah, second. take it away. You're just not going to believe. Have, uh, we have always been, or not, I mean, uh, Ingrid and right. I love chipdrop.com. <laughs> Chipdrop was not responsible for this, but I called uh, Chipdrop. I needed some new chips. I said, just leave them at the end of the driveway. I was there when it was dropped. I had my $20 tip in my hand. Right in front of the yeah. truck. And just so people know that that's what chip drop is, is that you kind of sign up for it and tree services get the notification. And if they're in your neighborhood, because they have to pay to, to get brilliant. rid of the, that is their, brilliant. Um, yeah, they have to pay to get rid of their wood chips. I think you pay $20 now on chip drop. It used to be free, but now it it's is like, free. It you is can free. make a donation oh, okay, to yeah, the arborist. Yeah, which we usually then, do because then yeah, we I do make too. sure we get yeah, you get it really quick. Yeah. And it's like, and you, any, you can choose any amount. All right, it's chip like, drop, right. chip so, drop. They so need to they, pay us for that plug. Yeah, so anyway, that's, so. It's a matchmaking any, service between tree, uh, you know, the chip, the tree service and then the homeowner. You talk about it. me dragging it out. Is this what I do oh, to you guys? I'm sorry. Let's so get... anyhow, I was watching, I was right in front of the truck. Um, Ingrid, do you have the video? Oh, I don't have the video. This the is The video fine. I have to download. I, I think, oh. So here's your driveway and there appears to yeah. be a truck taking a nap at the end of your driveway. Yeah, it um, just when it started to dump, it it I don't know if the load was uneven or the hydraulics failed, but it, it it tipped. It started tipping, and then the whole truck dumped sideways. And they brought in a crane. They brought in all sorts of equipment and people, and got it righted, or you know they they pulled it back up, left it for twenty four hours. And finally got it running and, and got it out of there yesterday. But there's been a huge oil spill the on the driveway that's now seeping into the dirt. And um, that I can't after a day, they came and they, they put some scoopable kitty litter on it, uh, which doesn't really do anything because it's supposed to be clay. And... The owner was supposed to come out and talk to me today, and he, he was crazy. a no-show. I know. You want me to do it? You're no, killing I, me. I can't Go ahead, see. Matt. No. All right. So I don't know how these things happen. So Ingrid's about to show you the oil spill. It, it's about 200 square feet can, of driveway that's covered in oil. Where is the share? Uh, you went, you went, you've gone by it twice. Have I? May I? Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. All right, fine. <laughs> I can't see. I don't know so why there you is don't a, There is a, a video of the crane me. turning it back up and... There's so, my mom. Yeah, this is not this the, is not pretty. This yeah. sucks. Yeah. So and then what happens when it rains? You know, it's gonna, probably going to get worse. So my first question is, how in the hell do these things happen to you? I don't know. Number two. Okay, I want to go. Hopefully, I'm going to go back. I'm not sure we are what we're no, going to expose. Don't see, go. not, well, well, see, don't. No, do see, that. Not, you, you you took it over. Well, because you do that. Well. 
<laughs> I don't want my email. So being... <laughs> what you need to do, Ingrid <laughs> at CarolinaCoops.com, what we need to do is cue them up in the right place instead of a screen share. I'm just saying. I know. I got them like two minutes before we started. Well, okay? is that so, my, that's not my fault. Well, that's not my fault either. Kristen. I was reading comments. Sorry. It can be my fault. It's fine. All right. So listen, guys. um, Welcome to Carolina Coops. Welcome to Video Chicken Live. All right. We're getting up there. So this isn't the chip drop is awesome. Uh, And the only disclaimer with chip drop is you can't any damage to your driveway from the weight of the truck. You're signing off on that. Do you know? But any other damage is on the tree service. What company was it? That's the one who's liable, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, if I may, we are live. It is July 7th, 2023. Today is going to be all about Q&A. There are so many times we don't get to... And we have rants and shares. We don't get to all the questions, so I want to do that today. So if you guys have any questions, coop building, chickens, ducks, quails, whatever it is, please, in that comment section, leave your question there or your comment. Please do everything you can to continue to promote and share the show. Now, back to this... I don't know how these things happen to you. So you got chip drop. You got a dump truck full of mulch. Yeah. All right, chips. And first thing I want to make sure people see, this is why you have to be so careful around dump trucks. Now, that thing should not have dumped. Dump trucks are meant to dump. Did the chips get hung up up top and it became top heavy? Well, it was pouring down rain. We had that horror. It was a real downpour. So I don't know if water got in the, the bed, maybe on one side or I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea, but thank it, God nobody got hurt. It was level hurt. driveway. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it had tipped the other way. Would have hit the house or crushed someone. Yeah, it is very, very scary. The other thing is you mentioned. So my question is, what oil is it? Is it engine oil, hydraulic oil? Is it I both? Not that it matters. Oils at the end of the day is oil. When it comes to uh, the negative effects it can be if it's spilled. Um, and then you said that the owner of this company. Yeah, he no-showed me today. No-showed. You got Twice. You got ghosted by the tree surgeon. <laughs> I was the owner. See, no. <laughs> and, so, uh, yeah, and then I called him and said, you know, if you could give me I, – I was texting him, give me an ATM, a, a, ETA, I got to go to work. And he uh, – yeah. All right, first it. rule to any spill, contain, contain, contain. Yeah. And if they didn't do that, they are already negligent. The longer it sits on the ground, the more negative effect you're going to have, Okay. You contain, and then you have to remove. It's that simple. I have and, the number to the DEC if you need it. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, New York, they, I could, they would be, they would have this place on lockdown. I'm not sure what the rules are here. So this sucks. I'm sorry this happened to you. I'm yeah. glad no one got hurt. Um, but I, the funny thing is, is while they were trying to fix the truck and get it out of the driveway yesterday, I had another tree service dump <laughs> and run, and they, they were all standing there like, uh, like I was cheating on them or something. They all just stopped work and saw this other tree service just maneuver into the front yard, dump, and get their 20 bucks and left. Did like, and like, I don't know. It probably took a minute. All right. So we got to get talking about chicken stuff. We just okay, lost sorry. 10 people. I'm not sure. Bro. Let us know if the quality, yeah, the, the people were bored with the story. Bro. I have to move on. You got to let me run the show. Um, but the pictures are good. The pictures are good. Glad okay. no one got hurt. I'll, I'll see just what Just do me a favor. Don't let this go. Just like the tree guy that stole a tree. I know. From I got bro- it. I got to get it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, when you go to sell your house and move up closer this way, you don't want to be liable for, you know, when they do an environmental study. Yeah, I was wondering when you're going to get oh, him. What's, what's, what's this? What do you think is this? No idea. What is going on right now? Oh, we're going to test those out. On, oh. Yeah. Oh, speaking of soldier fly larvae, did I tell you what happened yesterday? So, guys. Do we have some? 
we did a, an assembly video of the Soldier Fly Larva. We did a VCL show on the Soldier Fly Larva trap, which we have no flies in at all until yet until yesterday. And Yay, Cracker Munchers here. And um Maybe we, we'll get our 10 back. We 10 have back. a galvanized trash can that is not meant to be left outside full of chicken feed, but that uh -huh. was left outside full of chicken feed. I opened that up yesterday just to check in there. It was full. Thousands of soldier fly larvae. Oh, right, my goodness. Can you tell people what we're... So you have, we have some Grub Terra um, black soldier flies. This is another company in, in, that, that grows in the United States. Um, and it's black soldier fly larvae. And they sent us a free bag, so we wanted to test it out. I told them that we never endorse anything that we don't test out first. So Cracker Muncher is our little is our guinea pig as our tester. And now again, if you guys don't follow us on social, if you guys don't follow us on social, if you guys don't follow us on social media, you missed a good one. We have an employee, one of our uh, road crew guys, Ethan. The man will eat anything, and I called him all the way into the office. I go, Ethan, you got to try some of these. He goes, I knew you called me in for something like that, thinking there's no way in hell he's going to eat soldier fly larvae. He ate, what, three of them? He goes, oh, not bad, and went back for seconds. You should eat one. No, I'm good. Um, I thought it was a funny video. So anyway, so soldier fly larvae, a great source of protein, a great treat for chickens, especially live ones. But the point is, our trap, we're doing something funny. wrong. We're doing something wrong out Isn't there. funny? What's funny? That yeah, They didn't go into the... Trap, nothing. Yeah, the thing I that I think it's not. Do you put enough waste in there? I did everything we were. Well, we told. didn't put any waste in there. We just put coffee grounds and oh, coffee grounds and soggy pet food. Yeah, I think you pet need kibble. more. I think you need to continue to because they like I was telling Matt before the show in our worm bin, it's covered with black soldier fly larvae to the point where we because it got very wet in there and you know we put all our food scraps in there and um, we that's a secret. We scooped it up yep. and brought it out to the chickens. You got to get it wet. To eat. The yeah. trap, you said, leave the cover cracked open a little bit. And we never did. Or somehow it keeps getting closed. That's all it is. Because it got wet inside that galvanized can, which is not meant to be left outside. I also think you could add a few food scraps in there, too. Well, yeah. Well, it was the chicken feed that was in there. Okay. Well, can I have some of that? Some of the larva? I guess. Yeah. I'll just take it home as a... She's about to t see. Look, she's gonna take a dump right now. That's the. I'm about to take a dump. No, that means she wants more. You're kidding. Yeah, she stands at the back door. When I brought her last week, and put her in one of your show coops, um, next thing I know, she got out. She squeezed underneath and came to the door to yeah. beg for treats. Because the coops don't have a base underneath. Mm. Don't forget all your disclaimers. Or okay. Yeah. So, okay. anyways, all right. So, all right. So we got questions. Let's start getting with the questions. So Laura has a question. Our friend Laura. Hi, Laura. Uh, a simple. Um, quick, simple way to break two broody hens. I only have two hutches and no rooster help. Not Don't. really. Yeah. So, okay. We what do you think? There's, I think there, listen, I love when a broody raises chickens. Um, if you don't have room for more chickens, then you do have to kind of break the broody. Or so. make more room. Or if it's not the right time of year. Yeah. So, if you if you can have like one of them have the hatch baby chicks or or put baby I like to put Laura's probably like me I think Laura's like me she wants to put baby chicks under there so she knows she won't have a, a good chance of not having a rooster so you can wait twenty one days and put um, approximately twenty one days and put little babies under like day old chicks under um but 
again, you don't want to just add one chick because if something happens or two chicks. So, you know, you need to have at least two so they can be friends. But then if something happens, so they the recommended amount is like at least three. But she wants to break them. But if you want to break them, then you Hold need... on. Quick and simple way to break them. Is, is that even I mean, possible? I, I would... Quick and simple. If she's nesting somewhere, you need to block that nest, I think. Because she's going to keep wanting to go back to that nest. Yeah. And if you block that association between that nest, hmm. I think it'll... It, it might... Well... Reset her, but... I, I broke Midge. So my little bantam... And she was sitting on everybody's eggs. So she wasn't just sitting on one nest. Wherever there was eggs, she would go or she would either take them. So what I what I did, because I just didn't want her to lose more weight because she's so tiny anyway. She's smaller than Cracker Muncher there. So um, I put her in a the different part so she didn't have access to nest anywhere. So some yeah. people use a dog crate. I have that pergola attachment. So I just mm -hmm. locked her up in there. And she was pacing and she was mad. And I felt terrible, but it only took two days, and that was it. Especially the earlier, the better. Yeah. Um, real quick, Benjamin, hashtag down with Dale. There was an update. You have an HOA meeting coming up, and you said there was nothing in there about chickens. No, but the I guess they talked about chickens after everyone left. What? Yeah. So I'm not sure what's... Hmm. Why would they Sus. have a meeting? So everything's then... okay right now. Uh, so Laura also says, um, and I love this because I am a huge fan of this old house and Ask This Old House. I want to be on Ask This Old House. Those guys are just awesome. I grew up watching This Old House, and um, I've seen this. Tommy, uh, Tommy Silva, he did a quick DIY chicken coop, and... I was saying the same thing. There's no ventilation. Yeah. There's there's always the key things they're missing, and the reason is it's not easy to yeah. incorporate everything and to have it come out perfect. So Laura, yeah, I, I love that you uh, mentioned that. Yes. Why? What? Yeah. She also Wait, we got the first poo. She also said that she went to a PNW Homesteaders Conference this past week, and it was very informative. And she said Caroline Coop should be there. There was an Amish shed build live and they let's go next year i'll go yeah i'm i'm game i'm game you know yeah. I, we had a mini marketing meeting this morning and we need to get back to get out there get aggressive the shop is almost ready for me not to be here all right uh every day i was waiting to hear the applause all right um, oh well I, I don't have the mouse not, not grabbing the you. mouse i thought they were gonna cheer over in the office oh out there. they probably uh, are um so anyway, so today, guys, yes, we are live Ju July 7th, 2023. Can you believe it's July already? Yeah. Um, Q&A day. Ask your questions. We don't care what it is. Uh, just bring it up. We'll talk about it. Want to get through everyone. We haven't done a full Q&A in a while. J Grant says, do you sandwich the hardware cloth in the run? We can. We do. Sometimes we do. It is an upgrade. We watch what's going to happen. I'm going to freak people option. out. Here, I see Mackenzie no, already. Don't, don't I know. I thought, we, I thought we were. I thought we. It. No, it's coming. No, it's coming. No. We're getting rid of furring strips. There, it's a pain in the butt. And I, at the end of the day, I'm always going to do what's best for the customer. Everything's going sandwich well, rolls. I, I agree with the first statement. Which was I forgot. Do my away first. with the furring strips, but you don't have to necessarily go with the sandwich walls. And the reason why it adds cost that's not necessary so if people are on a budget they should be able to have a fantastic coop without that additional cost okay let me rephrase my statement i guess you didn't read my mind if a customer insists on putting something okay. on the inside of the wire sandwiching we it we're getting rid of furring strips 
Just not sure when yeah. we're gonna go full sandwich walls. It is so much better. There we go. It looks better, and it's not that much. It's if anything, it's less work. Well, but it's, it's but you don't need it. I can't say it enough. You yeah, don't need it's it. It's just aesthetics. But not so. everyone is a skilled screen applier, stapler person. Yeah, it is an art. More questions. Um, well, we'll comment. Steph M said, "Hubby said that you should have been reported to the DOT hazmat for that spill." So DOT. Hold on. Hold on. Transportation. Yep. Hold really? on. To get, oh. I wouldn't have thought of. Oh, go ahead. <sighs> what to get back to that? <laughs> I wanted to mention that a couple things. One. We have the smartest viewers out there, and I'm sure they know exactly what the regulations are. Because I was referring to earlier as an exterminator, I know what our regulations were when there was a spill. And you had to have the sp your spill kit immediately at hand. And the fact that they came back 24 hours later. To get the truck. Oh, I thought they came back 24 hours later got to get the truck, but also with kitty litter. Well, I guess they had some kitty litter. So anyways, this is, this is shame on them. Um, and, and it's sad. It's sad that they didn't recognize the seriousness of this and the, you know, well, so, I'm giving them a chance to, to do it, to make it right, but they're not, they're failing. So if I may, because you gave them a chance to make it right, cause I am not a fan. Of, I, I don't like regulation. I don't like bringing in the police unless you have to. I like us doing our own laundry. That's just me. You gave them a chance. And what bothers me is it's people like that that don't care. Who knows what they're doing to the next person? They make it harder for all the people that do care, that do do the right thing, right? Are you paying attention? I'm having a moment here. You She's don't care. She's getting upset. She agrees yeah, with look, you. Cracker Muncher is, is, you got her all riled up. So <laughs> the Department of Transportation, I would absolutely call them. Because the fact that they just did not care. Yeah. Accidents happen. Yeah. Exactly. Accidents happen. But you know what? It's how we handle it after the accident. Yeah. Like, yep. we try to make things right if we have... If try. We know. Try. I mean, we do. We do. We... What? Can I help you? Here. Here. Take take it away. Oh. Thank you. All right. More questions. We have lots of questions, and I even I haven't even gotten to my sheets. Yes. Questions. questions. Well, yeah. We are doing Q&A. Let's get to it. Sarah S. says, where do you get the hardware for the rollout drawers? I love those drawers. Thinking of putting a drawer under my Cali coop under the hutch. Be careful doing that. It's not, you're going to, water is such a pain. You have an exterior product and I, you can just buy the hardware online. All our hardware is for the pullout drawers. Well, there's two types. We have our sliders and we have our wheels. I love the wheels and we call them drawers are really not their carts. And they can hold a lot of weight, and it keeps it so simple. They are bulletproof. We have done drawers where they pull all the way out on sliders. But if you do that, they're expensive. Um, they got to make sure you hold, you have them rated for more than you ever think you're going to put on them. But also make sure they're exterior rated because there's so much moisture outside. People forget this. A lot of hardware, and this is one of the things that makes chicken coop building so difficult. And why I love that we now get to have certain parts of our coops manufactured just for us they're not exterior rated so many times people are using interior rated hardware because it works for a chicken coop but it doesn't last at all on the outside yep okay. now we can always build that for you if you want um don asks what temperature do you suggest using a fan in the hen house I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, because I think the question should be, do you suggest using a fan in that? Yeah. Yeah, take a step back. No, yep, 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 yep. Okay, so listen, first things first, you shouldn't have to have a fan inside your hen house. 
you always want to make sure the hen house is built to breathe. And as long as it can breathe, you don't need a fan. Should you feel you have to put a, put a fan on, first things first, don't freak out the chickens. Chickens are scared to death of fans in general. And there are so many thermostats that you can get, whether they're digital or analog. One of the simplest ones, what they used to do in attics and still do it, is they have an, an attic fan that's hooked up to a thermostat. Uh, that comes on at like I think 110 degrees or something like that, but you can you can set it My thought is if you absolutely are gonna put a fan inside the hen house To cool it down why wait, I mean you might as well just turn it on I don't know if there really is a set temperature. Yeah. I just I you, you shouldn't need it I guess it's no, because my if, problem. I mean if chickens are out in the wild they're up in a tree uh, at night they're sleeping they they hold their little feathers out their arms out like that yeah thank you um to try to keep cool and stuff they pay i mean we had it like the hottest three days on record in the united states and my our chickens were fine um in during record keeping okay um so the other thing i was going to say i thought i would mention this since we're talking about that and i didn't know if people were gonna um because it was so hot I noticed that the rain barrel we had filled up was cool, but the water in the bar was not. Mm-hmm. So then we we got some ice, and then we started circulating. Yes. Um, and now we got it. We have a timer, which is great, so we Love don't have it. to circulate it all day. Although our timer's not working, so Sean ordered a new one. But we have it co- to go on at like eleven, and then. Yep. Off at like it's five a or brilliant, six. brilliant Timer. idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we need to do a video of our this. version of what do you do to keep your hens cool in the in the summertime. And when you watch these on TikTok and Instagram, it's the same thing over and over and over. We need to do our own, and that is one I remember Ingrid mentioning last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, that is just absolutely brilliant. You can even get a chiller and put a chiller in there or inline chiller. If you really wanted to, I still say it's not necessary. Yeah. I think what Ingrid is suggesting is just a no brainer mm-hmm. since you already have it. Speaking of water, I have purchased something that I want to try, but I'm really curious if anybody out there has tried it. Um, it's a type of filter you just drop into the rain barrel. And of what course, it, do? it filters. It gets it, it to move, you mean? No. Um, just... I, I'm going to go grab it real quick. Okay. Because I don't know where it is in my office, and it'll take me two seconds. But I've been meaning to experiment oh. with it. Its claim, the fame is, if you, it's an, it's meant for agricultural applications where if you got large horse troughs or troughs for cows to drink out I'll of, you start, for it. you start to grow a lot of algae. It's gonna be in front of my, I don't know what you call the shelf thing. Um, it's meant to be dropped in there, and it takes the algae away, it just cleans it all up. And I'm sure it's just carbon. Well, you know, in swimming pools, they have the algae remover whatever that is yeah so i was just really curious i wanted to try but it's to safe for drinking water it's it's designed for okay. animals right. yeah absolutely yeah. and the other thing about because my um my rain barrel's black and it faces like the afternoon sun what i also did is i have um like shade cloth that mm. that you know they use for like greenhouse and growing so i have like this double like i have it folded in half and it's covered so it doesn't so that's another thing if for instance if you're like out in the sun like mine is um so what do i they want to know what i use for my netting and my line all right first i love all caps ingrid three exclamation (laughs) points so everything's textbook perfect there (laughs) 
You've got your personalized question. Yeah. Um, so the, the netting, and I, I need to put this on our website, so I will. The netting I got from Stromberg. Stromberg's, um, they have great heavy-duty chicken netting. I think I got um, 50 by 50 feet, and I used half of it. So um, they it's really strong. I've had it for years, and it, it's made to last like 10 years or something. The cabling I got on Amazon, um, and it came in a big roll, which I could probably put an affiliate link. I'll put that cabling on, on our website too. And it came with like the little clips and stuff. So um, I just got like a decent gauge. Cable. I cannot wait. We have got to get out to Alabama. We have the textbook perfect job, and I love bird netting. It was one of my favorite things to do as an exterminator, and here we get to do it professionally to keep out predator birds. And I tell you, it's not hard, but you really need to understand how to do it. And thank you. Um, of course, it came from China. This is one of those textbook. Mm. Uh, oh, sorry. Jeez. Um, so we'll get back to that here in a minute. Um, the, if you're going to do a bird netting to make an aviary to keep predator birds out, if there's one thing I cannot emphasize enough, three-quarter by three-quarter HD. Don't cheap out and buy the standard. It, it will break. It will not last. You're wasting your time. What a difference the heavy duty will make. Yep. The other thing is black, black, black. A lot of people, when I used to sell this, I tell them we're going to put up black netting. They're like, oh, no, it's going to look awful. No. Yeah, they put up green and stuff. Oh, yeah. and translucent and white. No. Black absorbs the light. If you get it nice and taut and you do it nice and clean, it you can't see it uh, unless you really know it's there. So, And then the yeah. cabling, like you're saying, get cal galvanized cable or uh -huh. you can you know pay a little bit more money get the stainless steel but it will eventually potentially rust but you don't want to get the stuff that's not galvanized at all and it rusts and breaks yeah and the reason why we did the cabling is because it was a big area and now we have so many grapes growing over that it would have just bowed the mm, that's the, a good point the um the netting as a matter of fact we actually reinforced a couple of uh, lines of cable just to help with the uh, grapes growing which have been a great source of shade for the chickens so it's kept it nice and cool so today, guys, Q&A, we are live July 7th, 2023. And thank you so much. If you don't have any questions, let us know nope. where you're watching from. Do everything you can to make sure that you help Sorry. continue to promote this show. Um, Marion Eastman, I have two-month-old chicks in the run with hens separated. When can I remove the barrier safely without chicks getting beat up? They have been around each other during the day for about two weeks. Chicken expert. Two months. Um, you think it's about time? I. That's eight weeks. Yeah, it's small. Meh. That's small still. Mm -hmm. It is pretty small. Yeah, I mean, if they're just, um, I don't know how. Like uh, we always say, if it the space matters. It's and all about the space. If they if they have a lot of space, yeah, go ahead. See what happens. You can always take it a step back, but mm -hmm. um, have a second feeding and watering station in case they get territorial, and they will. Yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll get pecked when the chicks get hungry and they, they go to the feed. They'll get That's where they're going to get bullied the most. So Sorry. have a second one. Go ahead, man. I'll just I'll gonna go Thank home. Thank you. No. No, no. You're, you're going, nope, strap her down. Uh, Laura says, no. <laughs> just raise chicks. Yeah. Uh, yes, I need to break them, but others need to lay their eggs. So the other thing you can do is like a large dog crate or somehow get get them in a place where that where they can't make a nest, but they still have access to food and water, 
and then um, you know make sure they're safe at night when people when they're roosting I would say people when the chickens are roosting um, and it should only it's it's hard to watch but it's f- like if you think about it for their own good in a sense sometimes yeah so um, it only takes a couple of days it should only take a couple of days so you can put them in somewhere where they can't make a nest all right, I'm not reading these. I'm just bringing them in. We're spitballing here. Oh, here we go. Great. Um, Q, yeah, <laughs> guys, dangerous. and if you have questions, put question in there. That helps us so much to get through all the comments. Um, I have an IBC water tote that is full of water, and that is what I use to provide clean water for my birds. Will a simple sunblock such as a tarp stop algae growth? Huh? What's an IBC? Yes. It's those big clear, uh, well, they're not clear, and they come in like a cage. A metal you know, cage. Those metal cage. Yeah. yeah. They're cubes that can so, stack. So, yeah, a tarp would be good. Yeah, I would try a Anything tarp. Anything that... You don't um, want light. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of that, all right, hold on. So, I, this is one of these things, you, you know, you're on Facebook, that you've had a couple of drinks, and you're like, oh, that looks like a great idea. I, you know... Uh-oh, uh-oh. Sorry. Is that, is that Dale? Who who no. didn't turn their phones off? I thought I turned it off. What, why is... What, what are you doing? Oh. I'm sorry. Oh gosh, I, I put my head down for two seconds. <laughs> yeah, this is just out of control. So here's what I, you know, in a way, Ooh, I look, want. There's one for you and one to share. Thank you. <laughs> well, Ingrid, well, so here's the point. I'm a, these just look like carbon blocks. And yes, they're very, so, I mean, that's the name of the game in e-commerce. You buy stuff from overseas and then you mark yeah, it up and you sell like... it. And they don't even care about the packaging. It's carbon. Don't Don't just break it up. Oh, it's so here's car- oh, it's just a carbon block. Is it carbon or charcoal? Char- it seems like charcoal is Char- getting on my hands. Well, and charcoal chipping. is carbon. Is it? So this makes sense. I oh, see what's going on. Okay. Going back to my days of uh, reef growing, hmm. when it comes to just a filtration system, it's all about surface. And if you look at that, mm. there's a lot of surface yeah. there. And wow, that's pretty cool. If you look through it, it's kind of. Like, eh. Um, do you want to try it out? Yeah, there's four of them. Yeah, I'll try it out. I'm just curious. And because it's charcoal, it, it, you know, a lot of filters use charcoal. Read the instructions. What's that say? Nan, I need your help to read the instructions. That was kind of funny a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Uh, I got my first egg yesterday, and it was in the run instead of the nesting box. How do I get them to lay in the nesting box? Great question. Happens all the time. Especially the first time. And again, we don't we don't know if you have one of our nesting boxes or if you built your own, but always go back to what chickens want, and they want a safe, tight, dimly lit area. Uh, not all chickens are the same. Not all chickens behave the same. There are tips like putting fake eggs in there. Um, my favorite lately, I've been bringing this up a lot, and we should put this on some of our display coops, where our, our friend Lisa Steele from Fresh Eggs Daily, she was talking about that she has curtains on the front of her egg hutches mm-hmm. and that the chickens would actually close them. <laughs> that, is, that is pretty Yeah, cute. I should try that. I just have a curtain separating them at night, and sometimes I come out and the curtain's down. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> and a rowdy party happened before bed. So speaking of nesting material, too, we have the sample. So we're moving forward. Yeah. We're going to move forward with that idea of the nesting material out of the bass fiber. Um, not all bass fibers are the same. Did I, did we show the bad ones that we've got? I don't know. Yeah, I think we I did. Try, we? Oh, yeah. I can tell you what I did. Oh, I mean, this okay. is just nasty. I don't know if yeah. you guys can tell. So it's trust, clumpy. It's not, yeah. Oh, so just... I really like what we got, and we are working now on the 
packaging of it. So the question is, okay, well, how do you package it? And obviously we're going to compress it and it'll bounce out. But do you do like a certain amount of weight? Do you do a certain amount of volume? Do you do enough? Each package is for three nest boxes. Do you do individual nest boxes based on the 12 by 12 rule? What do you do? Um, I have to say that I, I put it in two different nest boxes and my chickens wouldn't touch it. But uh, it's only because my chickens don't like anything new. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. any time. Yeah. yeah they and there's just, a name for that, right? Neophobic? That's, yes. Yes. They are very neophobic. And But they have, like, I have, I moved the divider out and now they're kind of getting used to it. And once they, if that was their only option, I'm sure they would love it. It's just that the minute you put something new in, they all, like, freak out. Oh, uh, question. Has anyone used the pull it shut chicken door yet? Thoughts? Let us know out there because the pull it shut, they, we've been selling them. We did get a review. Yeah. It was a good review. Okay, good. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Boy, these reviews lately. You're at the mercy of, you know, we work so hard to make everyone happy. And, you know, I love the reviews. I love that most of our reviews are really, really good. There are some reviews that it's like, either never gave us a chance to make it right because every time there is a screw up somewhere my god i don't know how many companies do what we do to make sure things are right yeah. even when we know it wasn't our fault that's happened quite a bit but anyways um let us know let do us know about the pull, pull it, shot do you have it on your coop out there mm, i don't have anything out there you should try it out there yeah i'll try it it's especially a, on one of my doors that keeps failing we, we we might be able to do that. We've been meaning to put it on one out there, and I just oh God, we got so much going on here. Somebody said um, I also use a dog kennel, yeah, as as jail for breaking the broody. I I also have I want to see if there's more questions, but I have questions that were on social media and such. Yeah, and I, I did ask James. So James on social media, let me ask you guys this: Who is responding to all the comments on our social media? Well, James, I do YouTube, and James does the other one. All right, so we are still commenting to all the comments. Really engaging, because engaging is important. Okay, good, because I really stepped away. I try not to look at them anymore. Okay. What? Uh, yes? No? Yeah, I do I do my job. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Ingrid. I bet you do. I. God, yeah, you better. You're going to need a refill <laughs> this on so that. Good. You should try it. <laughs> it is getting a little light. I prefer to get my oxygen through the air. This... This is concentrated. And lots of plants. That was kind of funny. Here you go. My husband and I are fighting about ventilation. For, oh, jeez. Here we go. <laughs> for my silky La coop. Lost in Arkansas. That's a great name. My husband and I are fighting about ventilation for my silky coop. Since they are sensitive to heat and cold, he think no ventilation. They always need ventilation. Yeah. Just block the wind. Just get rid of Arkansas, the Arkansas. You know, that, that's not going to be terrible. No, but Weather. I'll tell you what. When we went out and did that video, yeah, the follow-up that we did for HGTV, yeah. oh, dude, it got cold. We were all the way up in Rogers, Arkansas, so you know we're northwest, but they all need ventilation, yes, or just get rid of the silkies, but they all need ventilation. Don't tell her to get rid of the silkies. Keep your silkies. Don't listen to Matt. Yeah. Oh, God. Debbie Anderson asks, can I order and pick up hemp at the New York shop? Yes. Just let them know. Don't just show up, though. No, just show up. They just better have it. Oh, okay. what if they're not there? Yeah. Our hours are Monday through Friday, Thursday? 6 to 
Thursday. Okay. No, I don't know. We only work four tens, yeah, but we do have so our expedited schedule, so they're probably. I don't know if New York is open today. They may or not. not be open. So that, I guess yeah, it's fine. Give no, just call our number. We'll get you taken care of. Okay. Um, they're laughing at the chicken eating the chicken biscuits. She has. She loves junk food. So I mean, well, no. But we try to give her healthy treats. Chicken in a biscuit. So are these crackers meant? She got just the name Cracker Muncher for a reason. Yeah, why is it called chicken in a biscuit? There is dehydrated chicken what in it, here. Somebody oh, gave these to me. I didn't buy these. Really? That smells yeah. so bad. Dehydrated chicken. In a cracker? Yeah. So why? are those are they, is that meant for human consumption? This was a joke. Um Yeah. You wanna try one? No. <laughs> she hasn't been eating out of the that box. That smelled awful. No, so George I, asked, here's a chicken question. Yeah. I have a few hens that will sleep in the nest boxes at night instead of getting on the bars. Can you stop that? Yes. Got to make sure they their instincts are to go up to the highest She's level. Hungry. If they're not, you might be overloaded. Um, you might have one that's just kicking them off. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to stop the drama. One of the things I've seen my a customer years ago do, and it makes sense. Actually, a couple of them have done it now. They put a curtain splitting the hen house I in know. half. I just said that. I just said that my chickens knocked the curtain down. Not only have your customers done that, but Ingrid's in the room and she's done that. I have it up there now. So Ingrid has done it as well. <laughs> That's better. Thank you. He doesn't. He never listens. To yeah. Me. He hardly ever. Have you been, Certainly have not you been listening the to the show? I've Daddy noticed my live. memory is not what it used to be. Either. I also made those those um, blockers for the hen house. Remember in the winter, I kept having them go in the hen, go in the hen house and I couldn't take it. And they weren't really egg late. Hutch. The egg hutch. I'm sorry. Yes. The oh, egg hutches. Gosh. I said it a million times. I know. I wasn't listening. Um, so <laughs> I made those little um, doors that I take off, I put on at night. And so they, I, cause I couldn't take it. I had like three of them going in. You know, fun fact hmm. Ingrid's quite, quite crafty. Yes. We don't ever talk about that. She's quite the little woodworker. Why don't she you? She does come, all sorts of stuff. You should come out to the shop and work just for fun. Yeah. Um, actually, I need to build a gate. Can I? I'm um, sure. I have a little doggy gate I Let built guess, between it, my kitchen and the other room. It's just the one on the at the end. So, of anyways, the George, I hope yeah. that answers that. Yeah, you have to. I'll come on Sunday when no one's here. <laughs> okay, Ethan. Oh, here we go, Mr. Mike Trap. How you doing today, sir? Can chickens and bunnies live together in the same area? A gated netted chicken range area would also be safe for pet bunnies. Yeah. Um, we have had customers do chickens and bunnies together in the same structure. Yes. There was one in Ontario. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember if the chickens and bunnies had access to each other. They had separate runs. They had separate. Well, they she separated them, but I don't know that that might have just been in the beginning. I don't know if they're still separated. Yeah. So I think what Mike's asking is, can they literally be together in the same area? And I don't see why not. But, you know, bunnies are going to require... Typically, anytime you have two species together, even if it's ducks and chickens, um, the only real concern, I mean, like one of the concerns is food. Mm-hmm. Just and goats and chickens, you uh, know, it, just making sure that they have access to their food right. because they're always going to try to get the, the other person's other's food. food. It's happening right now. You, you should see Gus and Leo. Leo eats Gus's food, Gus eats Leo's That's food. Dog and cat. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So that is so true. The yeah. pig, Well, the pigs will go eat well, all the food. if you were eating right now, I'd be all over your food. <laughs> the, what? what? The, the goats the goats are the tough one. So the that was one, greener syndrome. 
the, that is one of the things we worked on at the old New York farm. I can't wait to do it now at the new North Carolina farm. And what we've come up with ways to make it that the, the animals can co-mingle in the yard. But mm-hmm. when they go back to their areas, they only, based on their physical attributes, have access to their type of food. So, for example, the goats kept getting into the chicken coop. So we're like, okay, close the door and put the chicken door up high. And the goats couldn't hop over that. And I know we're just talking about bunnies. You know, Mackenzie would have an answer to that, too, because I think she knows someone that's doing that. I think I would think you could, too. Yeah. What I do know is supposedly bunnies, when it comes to their droppings, you can't overload. It doesn't burn the oh, soil yeah. or anything yeah. like that. Right. Um, Stromberg's then needs to start giving us a, giving us. Yeah, those. you know, I reached out to them and I didn't hear back. Because you, you keep mentioning them, I'm, and I know they, that's the best netting though. That netting is so good. Well, have you ever ordered netting from other actual bird netting companies though? No, but this okay. is a chicken company. I, I mean, as opposed to just like stuff that you see yeah. in the hardware stores. Do or do Amazon. me a favor, call get get a hold of Stromberg's, have them sent uh send us some samples of netting. Okay. If you wouldn't mind, I would love to see it. Okay. Um, here we go. Question. I haven't even gotten to my questions. Everyone has so many good questions. No, I love it. See, this is how important it is. We, we've been neglecting our audience out there with all our guests. <laughs> Question. I have been using my hen house as a brooder. My girls are a little, little over a month old and are doing great. My question is, do I have to clean out all the hemp bedding when I transition them to the run? Mm-hmm. No. No. That's, that's one of the best parts. When you get to use your hen house as a brooder, my God, it's, it doesn't get any easier. You just keep when you got to add your carbon, like industrial hemp bedding. You just add it based on smell. And Cheryl says, "Watching from Texas, have learned so much from you all, which is nice." I have to give the nice comments as well. Thank you. Um, and Darshell was saying it's chicken jail when you have to break a broody and put them in like a, you know, in an area, which you know I understand that people do it. I would like unlimited chickens. Um, <laughs> More there, chickens. Yes, exactly. Is there a time of year that is not recommended to start a new chicken flock? That was actually one of my questions on here. You can do it at any time of year. You have to make sure that they have enough light during the daylight hours to eat enough to grow healthy. So it is preferred to do it in the spring when the days are getting longer. Um and if you can't do that, you just have to make sure that they are warm enough and have enough light. They so, can have light 24-7, and they probably should. So the answer is, is the time of the year not recommended? There really is not a time of year that you don't yeah. recommend. It just might mean you have to add more and artificial And supposedly, lighting. if I have heard, I don't know if it's true, oh, but they're not go. as healthy if you if you raise them the wrong time of year, which is not the, which is the time that's not natural for them. But I think you can overcome that, and I think the have convenience. You? Yeah, the yeah. convenience. I haven't noticed any any difference, and I but think people, the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, the just the convenience and the you know having not having to wait a whole year or so many months is worth it. But some he might also be talking about. Um, they might be talking about not baby chicks, but even just regular chicks. Oh, new so, chicken so, flock. Um, yeah, so it could be like if if you want to add to your flock at different times of the year, or if you want to get pullets. Or just, you know, you can get chickens anytime. I don't think that would matter, do you? No. It looks like we might be missing. So I love that our viewers get to kind of talk to each other. And someone said, uh, Laura, tell us how you really feel. I don't know if I missed something. Um, yeah, that's Bruce. We're about to do his coop in California. And it is a really cool design. I love it. So hold on. It's I'm not new, sure. It's if a it, new 
Dude, there have been Evan is a ama- yeah. one thing we never ever get to talk about. Dude, that man is a yeah. freaking genius. He is designing things that. Why do you have your volume up? I'm allowed to do what I want. <laughs> um, he, I've seen some new designs yeah. that I'm like, isn't that nice? Dang, especially the egg. I'm sorry, the uh, bunny hutch that you never have to clean. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, oh, we're doing yeah. that one in Utah. Um, what's going on out in California? Are we allowed to talk about it or no? Oh, Bruce's. I'm sure we'll show it. it so that's it's a... gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. I mean, oh, just I because wait. he he had a space um, constraint, so we built um, kind of like a hen house with the run that wraps around it. Nice. Yeah, kind of like it. an uh, it goes. It's in the corner, I believe, and the the run is like a yeah. L wrapped around it can't wait to see it it's really nice so for some people that oops sorry sorry oh, and it has clara story windy windows as what? clara story windows am i saying that word right when you have a, a roof one roof is angled this way and the other roof yes. goes kind of like at an angle over it yeah. and it has a strip of windows oh, yeah I, I would just see i always refer to it as a even though i know it's not a transom it looks like a transom yeah, window, but it's not yeah, that's roof design um that's cool yeah uh you see that with a lot of sheds and it yeah. is a nice way especially if you orientate or orientate. modern homes yeah i'm not a fan or of modern but solar homes i bet you evan loves it evan loves modern I don't it's like nice. that's, that's, that's pretty really cool. That's going to be fun. We'll have to go out there and do a video on that one. All right, we're coming, Bruce. I Get got prepared. my first egg, but it was in the run. We have golf balls in the nesting box, but they have not gotten in there at all. Yes, the chickens, especially in the beginning, they yeah. sometimes don't yeah. go where they're supposed to go. They're just I, I think sometimes they're surprised. Speaking in of the beginning, eggs, they're like, oh, they there was an on, egg. I didn't on, have time. On. Speaking of eggs, if someone can bring in the eggs that we've been getting here, I got to show you guys something. It's kind of cool. All right, can you not pick on your scab? On yeah, Mackenzie got hey, mad at me. The... We were in a conference call the other day. She's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, and I'm gross. like, "Oh." Yeah, I think we can tell the passing of time by how uh, Matt's wound, our wound, <laughs> is healing. So sometimes or not healing. Sometimes, also that's it takes it takes like a chicken to start using the nest box for the other ones. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Well. Yeah, yep. because they love to follow the leader type of thing so sometimes you'll get like that errant egg that's just in the hen house just in the hemp or in something come on in water's warm miguel um, says oh here's emma boy emma got sent on the mission hi emma how are you doing today all right your pretty eggs um thank you thank you thank uh, look, you you're like a proud papa you well i guess but here's the thing that's always interesting when people say first egg the other thing is um, chickens when they first start laying, the <laughs> it eggs does are... not look green. <laughs> that's a little green egg, right? Oh, and that's it is. That's actually yeah. funny that it's it's showing up. But it looks not... like it's tanned. Yeah, oh, these are green crap. olive. Yeah, oh, look that's at this a one. nice olive. That yeah, one's you guys nice. Can't... Oh, you can't you see the color. You don't have bantams, but you're getting tiny eggs. Yeah, but that's common. I've noticed with yes. young hens, and they'll yes. get a little bit bigger. But I love love the the colors that we're getting. And Good. one of the things I used to love doing with the kids when we would do classes is if you haven't done it, if you get a nice bright candlelight, mm-hmm. you know, that are designed for eggs and do it in a dark room, they can look like little planets. It's amazing the colors. So if Miguel asks, we have strong winds here in the southeast North Carolina. Do your coops stand up to the strong winds? Yes, of course. So we have coops everywhere on this planet and we have got coops that have been designed to withstand strong winds on top of mountains um there it, it's not so much okay yes 
the quality and the structural design of the coupe is important to make sure it stands up to the winds. A lot of it has to do with the design. And that's something that people don't think about until we start mentioning it is especially if you take our American coupe or our Carolina coupe, our, our normal si our normal style chicken coupe, where we have an elevated hen house attached to a roof run. That roofed run is a giant parachute. So <laughs> what's going on here? She's trying to pull that egg under her I to know, sit on it. I know. I, I had a feeling she was just going to jump on it. Oh, my God. This is adorable. <laughs> oh, my God. <gasps> it's going to fall. Get her some nest nesting material. I figured her mama would jump on that. So listen, um, you got to think about the prevailing winds and making sure your coop's facing a certain way to stop the wind from pushing up on that roof. So a lot of people think the wind going against the solid part only of a structure is the worst thing to do. And in our case, it's the best thing to do because you don't want it going into the run and then hitting a solid lifting wall and lifting it up. Now, like we, an umbrella. Oops. No, no, Oops. no, 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 no. That was oh, a mistake. This, see, this is disgusting. Well, she, she's fine. We're making do. Yes, I guess so. Um, I have also had a coupe, my favorite story. We got to find the old picture. Years ago in Centerville, Maryland, I'll never forget it. I told the guy, I said, you're going to want us to anchor this coupe down or please anchor it down or it's going to blow away. It was a huge, huge field. And he goes, oh, if it winds pick up, it's going to blow that coupe to pieces. I said, okay, whatever, dude. Um. Not even a week later, he sends this picture. He goes, Matt, you weren't kidding. It blew the coop over. And, of course, now it's going to act like a parachute. Blew the coop like 100 yards into the field. Nothing broke. Nothing broke at all. Um, so, I, I, again, sorry for the rant. Yes, they are you should, built. You should, I mean, maybe anchor them down if you have a concern with whatever you would anchor a shed down with. Okay, so there is that whole conversation. Yeah. So the question is, are your coops made to withstand high winds yes but that's not really where the conversation has to be it has a lot to do with the anchoring you're exactly right uh, and that is a whole nother conversation when it comes to anchoring and positioning so I, I i do agree and there have been a lot of coops we've had extra fasteners especially if we had to get a permit and things like that um, you can definitely do things for extra security here's something that you will love matt oh look that's for you Raj says, you inspired me to build my own coop. Construction near completion. $28,000 in material costs plus the money for labor. No regrets, but I'm now thinking your American coop would have been a better yeah, option. Raj, thank you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it happens. A lot yeah. of people don't realize that. And yes, we're in business to make money, okay? But my mission has been to build to offer the best coop for the best price and i know 90 percent of the people that have backyard chickens build their own and that's good that's why we do the show if you're not going to buy from us go out there and build your own learn the basics i might have to change up that wording because people still call asking for our recipe i'm not telling you to call and ask us for our recipe i'm saying understand ventilation on all four sides what size windows you want to make this and that that's up to you guys um actually that reminds me speaking of windows so it can add up a lot of materials. Take advantage of our buying power that we have now. We pass along that savings. And labor, labor, labor. Labor is so expensive, especially if you're going to contract it out. Um, you can save so much money if you purchase a coop from us. But if you want to get out there and build and, and have that fun, then please, please do that. Uh, but speaking of the windows, 
the pre-hung windows that we've talked about a little bit. We got a couple of videos out there. It's about to officially launch. We're doing everything to make Ingrid happy. We're doing everything first. Well, so I did put a video out there. Yeah. So that when all the information's there, we can just click a couple buttons and boom, it's live. But if you are interested in our pre-hung windows, they are available. We have been selling them. I We're just want people to realize it's not my fault that they're not on the website. It's not that I've been negligent. It's just I have to get all the we, stuff. We are taking professional photos. We need all the stuffs. We are getting manual. We're doing everything we should do <laughs> that we normally don't. <laughs> We're uh, but, trying something new. We're yes, doing it. But the windows are awesome. <laughs> Awesome. And I tell you, I cannot emphasize enough, if you're building your own could be got to have ventilation, but it's the function. Making it functional is not as easy as people think. So Craig said he installed a pullet shut door a couple of days ago, and it's been great so far. Um, and Renee says, I got a pullet shut door with the battery and the solar panel. It's fabulous. Yeah, that's Good. great oh, to that's... hear. I'm not surprised. It is a high quality door. I've known that from day one. I just hate the I just I, I wish they could redesign and make it's it look a little plain. bit better. Whatever. It look ugly. <laughs> so Darshell says, this is not for me, but I recently had a hen hatch three babies to a ruse. How do I decide which were to keep and what do I look for? Mm. You don't necessarily have to keep a roux, but if you decide to keep them, I would go with the one that is more people friendly and because well, that's number one. You can't have a roux that's beating you up and hurting people. So and, that's I think that's number one. Number two is the rooster's jobs, you know, which are to protect the hens. And they get meaner as they get a little bit older, too, I think, when they really, really mature. Because I've, I've had some roosters that start out pretty mm -hmm. nice. I'm like, ah, oh, they're cool. And then they, they start getting aggressive a little bit later in life. But that's an interesting question. How to decide which one to keep? Yeah, based on aggressiveness that makes yeah. good I mean, sense i think that's number one and number two is how attentive is he to his flock mm, is he doing his job right he should be maybe the first one out and the last one in and watching the sky and doing his little rooster dance you're gonna get in trouble i would stop stop no nope. well i've seen it happen mm. you know they're, they're first ones out assess the situation make sure everything's safe the hens follow mm -hmm. i mean they may mm -hmm. ignore them all day long and try to avoid them but so Queen Bee says, any suggestion on guineas with chickens? We have 10 three-week-old chicks and two similar-age guineas. Trying to figure out the best way to set up a coop for both of them. I hope my daughter's listening right now. I totally forgot the farm and tractor store down the road. They yeah. got guineas in. They got special blue wine dots in. All oh. of a sudden, they got the cool breeds wait, wait. in. I meant to go down I gotta and get go. them. I got to um, go. So... <laughs> Suggestions. I got at home. When, when, why didn't you tell me this? I forgot. Do you know how much when I got on happen? my mind uh, last week, earlier this week? I don't remember. Anyways, <laughs> so any suggestions on guineas with chickens? If, if there's one I can give, because here's the thing about guineas. They, they're guineas. They're not really chicken-like. They're more like a wild fowl. They're less domesticated. Yes. And if you want to keep them around the chickens in the chicken coop, raise them from Keats. Raise them with from, the chickens. With the chickens as babies. You'll have the best luck. But I love the guineas because they are a conversational piece, but they are noisy. They're yeah. loud, right? Whether you think they're ugly or beautiful, I think they're cool as hell looking. I just, I just absolutely love They're good for them. pest control. That's my, so yeah. that's what I was getting at. But at the end of the day, the biological pest control is supreme when it comes to guineas. Yeah. So Christopher, Mama says, yes, thank you. I don't understand breaking up Rudy. I just take the eggs out from underneath and let her go. 
and that might work it doesn't yeah it doesn't always yeah it depends on how how <laughs> persistent she is i mean i've done that's the first step is like you remove the eggs and you kind of kick them out of the nest yep. box and if they're back there in two minutes or after you leave then you gotta you know so um so laura and actually romona uh joel Solitin, i want to have him on our show so bad have you ever watched any of his videos oh, yeah. The man, I love him. He reminds me so much of my favorite teacher, my earth science teacher, who's actually been on this show. He is so smart, but when he explains things, he keeps it very simple. Yeah, back to basics. And yes, about combining different animals. That is where a lot of my original ideas have come from, from learning from him about the basics of animals and what they really want. Because when I was raised, you didn't know pigs love to be in the woods, but they yeah. do. You know, and yeah, then, you always thought they just belonged in a pig pen, like Charlotte. Yeah, Web. so I wish we would get a, you know, like, well, no, we no. He if testified you, in Congress recently, in the last week or two, about no. uh, the overregulation in uh, food processing plants. Like you can't process a small farmer has been moved out of the meat processing um, potential, really, because of the regulations. So. Yeah, I believe it, and that's what I love about Joel is he he's helping. He's dedicated his life to educating people to be able to grow your own food. But, and, and don't be scared of it, you know? And one of my other favorite videos when he was talking about predators, he was going around one of his broiler uh, coops, and he's down there on his four, on, on, on all fours. He's like, think about you're a predator down here. You know, what are you looking at? What's going on? Here's the pressure. He keeps it very basic. So if you never watch any of his videos, I highly recommend it. Uh, Polyface Farms, and they're actually just up in Virginia. Right. And I think there's people that pay there to go spend a week or so. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do that. The man is just absolutely awesome. So Joel says, broody chickens have a higher body temp. Reducing the temperature can also break them, like dunking them in cool water, question mark. And I would say, no. So, and it's true, they do have higher um, temperatures. So, like, I had my little bantam, and I would carry her around for a while to try to cool her off. But if they can't nest, that... Yeah, they that temperature will go down naturally. Um, we're not big advocates of dunking chickens or putting ice underneath, you know, things like that. That tying their legs together. Yeah, we, we, we are not. We, we don't like that. Um, yeah, I so. spent four weeks in college being dunked in cold water, blindfolded for hours on end. It is not fun. I can't imagine doing it to another. You paid yeah. for that? Uh huh. You paid for that? No, oh, I guess we did pay. Yeah, pay for it emotionally. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I love how Matt keeps cleaning the counter only to have Kristen to, to keep adding stuff. I am. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't you realize. I don't realize I'm doing it. You probably are. <laughs> um, so and, it, and it is already 109, guys. We're gonna keep going for about another 20, 30 minutes. Today is all about Q and A. We are live. Unless we run out of material. July seventh. No, yes. Okay. So yeah, let's do okay. that, and then um, we'll get back to the questions and comments here. Do you want to go back to these? Ingrid, you are in charge. You lead the way. Well, I had a, I mean, these are just questions. We got to change up the back, too. Okay, go change it. Are you happy The now? Michigan Coop, yeah. Love Michigan Coop. Great video. Oh, why don't you bring in my, my picture Oh, okay. for the background? The one of them in the window is so, so nice. Yeah, but I, I didn't, I'm not able to save it because there's this, this, I can't get, oh, anyway, I'm sorry. This one? What no. are you talking about? No, no, no my the new pictures. Bantam Pigeons. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. They're so cute. Um, Looks like the camera changed on that one. So here are just a couple of things. Like um, these were some of the questions that were that came up during your um, SAS conference last week. Oh, uh, what was the feedback on that? I don't, 
people people seem to well i posted on youtube and people seem to like it they liked huh. having that was a lot of that fun that was a good practice right? so real I quick think we you... could do that better but so i think I... it was a good first try what was odd about that is we ne we couldn't see us, yeah, that and we was thought weird. that they could. Right. We didn't know that they left it on the last slide for the rest of the Q and A because it was like, tw yeah, it was like twenty minutes of class and or thirty minutes and then thirty minutes of questions. So that uh, whole time they were just looking at a. So, so SAS is a huge uh, software company that I believe even has their own code, and I loved what they did. What did they call? It? They called lunch and learn lunch and learn mm -hmm. and they spend an hour with us and we had what 40 50 people um, over 60 okay that were thinking about getting in the chickens or already have chickens mm -hmm. and i guess sass set it all up with you to do a quick beginner yep. crash course in chicken keeping it was awesome mm -hmm. i had a lot of fun yeah so some some of the comments or questions according to James here, thank you for that. <laughs> Went through there and got all these questions and stuff. Um, but how do chickens help the ecosystem? For instance, was one of the oh Ingrid things. can help me with this. God, they're a, they're the garbage man. They're the cycler. Oh, there's there's so many things. This is so exciting to talk about, isn't it? I mean, like nothing is wasted. Yeah. Everything goes to your chickens that you don't eat from your kitchen. Um, goes to them and then that turns into either compost through their poop or it turns into the most valuable protein source that we could have because it all the vitamins and minerals and protein and fat that is in, in eggs is perfect for human consumption um, it is I mean I'm getting goosebumps too I mean they <laughs> and then so the ecosystem and then their litter can go into the garden to grow vegetables so with chickens, it is a, a great cycle where your your waste turns into valuable goods and you get to grow prote protein and vegetables, fruits, berries, all within your homestead, your backyard. And the waste isn't just the food waste that you may have, but for me, it's also the garden waste. Right. So whether I'm pulling weeds and mm -hmm. I can throw it in with the chickens or if um, peaches that the squirrels, we have a war on squirrels in my house, by the way. It's quite amusing. They're eating all our, um, <laughs> they're eating everything. Ah. So, you know, there we have a lot of peaches because our peach tree and you can give that as long as it's not rotting. If you, you know, you can just throw that in by the chickens. They will peck at it. Berries, my blueberries. There's just, and then like the, the, the chicken yard dirt I use to fill garden beds and mix yeah. that with stuff. So it's just this lovely cycle. They break everything... down all that stuff yep. too. They break yep. it down and they eat the pests. Yep. They can eat the bugs that are going to get in your garden. The so. other thing too that I love about chickens that we don't talk about a lot because not a lot of people have cattle or horses or things like that. Chickens, again, their job, they, they go behind the larger livestock, breaking down the patties, breaking down the manure. So they're just in there doing that part of that cycle of yeah. giving back to the yeah. soil. Exactly. They're helping. So I hope that answers. Yes. Otherwise, I'll talk for another hour about it. Yes. Yeah, um, no, that was excellent. So hold on, real quick. And actually, you know what? That should be a video we should do. We should do an official video answering that question. Because yeah. that is such an important thing. And talk about educating why we should have chickens. Um, Sarah says, I live in South Dakota and our winds are from all sides all sides and strong in the winter glad you mentioned anchoring so listen we have a huge craftsman coop going to it's either south dakota or north dakota mm -hmm. and you talk about worst case scenario it's a large coop large run and he the, the gentleman has 
against the run facing his prevailing winds. Yes, yeah, so you're going to get winds from all four sides, but we say prevailing winds because most of your winds are going to come in from one side. And I cannot emphasize enough, yes, anchoring is very important, but it's what are you anchoring to? If you really got to hold a coop down, you want to anchor it to concrete. And the reason is that concrete gets real heavy. Mm-hmm. And that is like your paperweight. That's going to help hold that coop down. So keep that in mind. Um, the, the, our coops are built so well. It will withstand the winds. But you got to anchor it down. So you got to make sure you have the right fasteners. And, God, there's so you much You can to use that the twisty things too, right? Hurricane stakes, you oh, can. Yeah. Um, there's hurricane stakes where they have, you know, the auger on it. Yes. They have the spade. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's going to be coming out soon. I, I can't wait to um, – Yes, I think it's going to be uh, Show August that off because this is September. the worst case scenario. I've never been actually so scared about a coop blown away. Uh, but I really appreciate this particular customer because he's aware of it too. And we've been just talking about everything, crunching the numbers, especially the weight of that concrete, how far back the fasteners need to be from the edge of the beam. And the uh, weather gets so cold there, we're trying to figure out maybe a way to get the egg hutch inside the building. Seven, six foot... Their frost line was like 80 inches. That's insane. So anyways, all right, moving on. Have you had any feedback on your rollaway nest boxes? You know, I I emailed Gina to get feedback, and she hasn't replied yet. We are due to get back out there. I got to do a video on that. Because I had that same question. Did you just have the one, or did you No, we've done a handful now. Okay. She was the only one I knew There was one just installed north of us here. Okay. We should go do a video on that. Yeah, why don't you go do a video on we, that? I am not coming to the building anymore. We are just hitting the road. We're going to go on Me a road. Me neither. We're going to go on a road. No, you need to sell. <laughs> we got it. We're going to go on a road cr- road trip. We're going to do the Coop Tour USA by Carolina Coops. We're going to document the whole Sorry. thing. Okay, I just made that up. That sounds I pretty know. good. You even have an RV to take? Uh, I, Ingrid, awesome. I know you got questions, but I keep seeing them come in. I'm just no, waiting for fine. you to start asking. Just go. Laura, Laura has got a lot today. Matt. Oh, whoa, this is for me. When my husband and I retire and move out of Oregon, I'm going to insist he let me buy a kit from Carolina Coops. He did a great copy job, but it took a long time to build. I want chickens set up quickly. Boy, Laura's yeah. getting it done. Uh, yeah, Laura great. would love, love, love to sell you a coop. Okay, go ahead, Ingrid. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> um, so wait, let me see. So I want to also... Um, Use your dog to find out the one to keep. For the rooster. Right. (laughs) How many eggs can you get from a chicken or how long do they lay for? What's like average? Just the whole egg process. Maybe you could explain that, You get less than one egg a day. It takes about 26, 27 hours to make Some are going to say 30. Depends on who you talk to, what book you read. Two, that's why it's, it's three to five a week. I mean, maybe... I mean, there there's a range based on the breed, the time, and and a lot of people don't realize that eggs are seasonal. A lot of people are really surprised when I tell them that. So expect to have some downtime. I mean, you're gonna have maybe pl- one to two business days. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it it does take uh, over a day to make an egg. So the time of day that they're laid is um, randomly throughout the day, or you know, it's on their cycle, but it's random to you. And just collect at the end of the day is my advice there. And um, they, they lay until three, four. I, my six-year-old's still six. laying. I mean, is it, they get, <laughs> supposedly they get larger and less frequent yeah. as they get older. 
And they take longer breaks. Yes. So I, I, I have mean, had a chicken live 10 years. Uh, she was no longer lame, and I'm not sure when she stopped. I thought she lived to yeah. 14. The Polish? Yeah. It's time. So my barred rock is six, and I thought she wasn't laying, and then when I I saw her in there, like I saw her in there, and then I went and looked, and you could see the bloom on the egg, so I knew that she laid. Ah. Yeah, so she does. She doesn't lay as often. My other six-year-old is an Easter egger with the blue eggs, and she was never a big layer. The interesting thing is that uh, chickens are born with all the eggs they're going to lay in their lifetime. Just like humans. Just like humans. So, or I should say just like women um because <laughs> i don't think matt has any eggs in him not sure mm-hmm. um but she's baiting me she's baiting. <laughs> not, i'm not, I'm I'm not, not. taking the ba- i'm not i'm just saying i just clarified that like women i don't born. know i just heard, had a conversation with All someone right. they insist Stop. if you take your dna you can find out different things you didn't know existed sure i don't know what to believe anymore hold on real anyway. quick i am raising the guineas with the chicks but wonder when they get bigger and go outside is there anything more i need to no. know no, they'll, they'll, they'll do chicken things. And then Beth Farrell. Hold on. Check this out. I had two guinea fowls show up at my house and started roosting with my ends. Oh, that's a good ad for her American coop. Right. They free range with the hens during the day and roost with them at night. They get along great. And they just showed up. They just magic Free guineas. Did you? That just reminded me when you showed oh, up yeah. at Ingrid's house. Uh, it wasn't me this time. No. <laughs> That that's um, pretty I, cool. I have a, I am a chicken pusher. Yeah, that um that's I've never what? heard of you that. You want chickens? Beth, that is absolutely I'll be awesome. there in the middle of the night. Um You just you just closed you guys. Do you realize that? No. Yes, you did. We're here. Okay. Yes. Not sure what I did there. That's weird. You hit the wrong X. Oh, are, are do you want me to continue or do you Oh, when to... I pause, yeah, yeah, go I, ahead, I, I, yeah, I figured I got to give a Oh, okay. <laughs> hazing that word does not exist uh, what sells me about the carolina coop is quality and aesthetics doing less is concerning what does that mean hold on i don't know what that means what hold on okay let, let me because i'm a blockhead i am very easily confused what sells me about carolina coop is quality and aesthetics okay that's good doing less is concerning <laughs> living today was it a mistype was there another one I right under that l- doing less is more concerning maybe any guesses on this one yeah doing anything less than your quality is concerning oh thank you yes. james all right doing all right. anything less is concerning okay um that's good Don asked, did, did you get the pic I sent you of my chicken tree? Yes, Don, I did. Hold on, look at this. So wow. we've been talking about doing this. Hey, Ingrid, here's a video idea for the channel. Guys, if you have ideas, please send them our way. We're getting, we're 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 burned out is what's happening. But we are about no, to. No, re- we are not. We are about to re-kickstart our marketing campaigns, and we're going to get really, really smart. Do you hear the from Ingrid? Ingrid, it's okay. I saw the big okay. smiles over there, James and This Ingrid. has been your dream. She's not happy about it. Here's a video idea for the channel. How about a coop tour of all the chicken coops employees? I would all the love Carolina coops employees. Yes, I would love to do that. And actually, we thought about doing. I only have a couple that do not want to talk on camera. I think it would be a lot of fun. I'm telling you what. I we've I got employees that want coops, so we got to get them set up first. We this, are also hilarious. This <laughs> this is the best group of people ever to work with. I have ever assembled. I could not be more proud of this team here. 
And um, I want people to get to meet them. They are just the greatest. They're the ones that come to work every day. They're working out in the heat. Like, ooh, it's awful out there now. They're loving it. They're eating it up, spitting it out. That's for sure. Question. Let me move this up here. Paint, stain, or oil for longevity and lower maintenance. Love this question. All right, listen. Oil, oil, oil. If you want longevity, oil. If you want low maintenance, oil. Here's why. Opposite end of the spectrum, paint. Paint only adheres. Um, it will eventually break and peel. It's going to be dependent on the quality of your paint, where you live, did you prime, so, the surface you're putting it on. I don't like paint at all. Stain is the middle of the road. We actually, like this coupe here, you see right here, that's not paint, believe it or not. You, we use a solid acrylic stain, and it penetrates into the wood. It doesn't just adhere. So this is very good at for longevity and very good at low maintenance. I will give, I'll tip my hat to oil because it, oh, I don't want to say it lasts forever. That's not true, especially today. I just think it is definitely, if you're talking about low maintenance, oil is the way to go. But if you're, if you're thinking about trying to do a paint job, do a solid acrylic stain all day long. You will be so happy with it. It looks like paint. It totally does. So Living Today says, in a small flock of five, can there be four of one breed and one of another? Yes, there could be five different breeds. There could be all it makes sorts it up. of. Yeah, so you can, and sizes. Yep. Yes. Um, Especially if they're raised together. Yeah, and I don't think that breeds really matter, except for I don't know that I would throw a little baby tiny bantam in, but maybe it would be fine. I could I could be wrong. I think the thing is I have a very small flock and I've always had a small flock, so I think my chickens are very peculiar. They're very, I don't know, they're just weird. I'm not sure if other people they have love had to that. break the rules. It's not weird, Ingrid. It's merely quirky. They're quirky. Yes, they are quirky little chickens, and they're very, they're very much a, a gang, their own little gang. So mm -hmm. it's different when you have when you've always had a small flock, like like about ten, eight to ten, versus having like twenty chickens. Um, Matt, well, mm -hmm. I ended up adding de diatomaceous earth on the rope wrap roost bars. I'll tell you this. Had that roost bar for six months. It was so clean, looked like new. Thank you. So listen, I've been meaning, and you know, we need to do this video, James. Um, I am, you know what? Please add. Can someone order Emma? If you're listening, please order me the bellows duster. I want this. Isn't awful. Yeah, you're supposed to give me the link to the one you like, so I can put it on our. Website. Yeah, non sent it to me. Is exactly what I used to use. By far is the best. This one will work. It's just. I don't feel you have as much control over it to be technical. Again, if you're going to put a dust in here like DE, a um, couple little marbles, a couple little rocks, that just helps break it up. Just think of it like a rattle can for a spray can. And then when you're applying it, this is great to get the, down into the cracks and crevices. And you don't want a lot, and you do it upside down. Don't do it like this. You're just going to blow clumps. That's not what you want. You want it like this so that the air... You want lots of air to take that little those little particles and get into those cracks and crevices. So we need to do a video on that. There's so many little, little tips and tricks I think people would benefit from. Right? Right. Thank Good. you. Absolutely. Um, It'll be here Monday. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah, Nan, can you send boom, me that boom, link boom. so I can put it on our website for products we love? Matt, um, how goes the Goat House project? When are we building our first Goat House here in North Carolina? Kristen, um, you got one on the books. Do I? Utah. 
Utah? Well, they're going to make it into their second phase. Okay, that's fine. Okay, okay. so that would then roll out in the first phase. Um, we need to just do it. I know. Do it at your house. Or here. When I drive home every day, there's all these little baby goats now at this one farm. Oh. I almost caused and an donkeys. accident. I almost caused an accident the other day. Jetta's in the back. She goes, goats. I'm like, ah, and I just hit the brakes. I was like, oh, they're just, the goats are the best. Um, I, you know what? I, non, I think that's what we need to do. Chickens are the best. Goats. They're all, they do whatever. They're, they're peas and carrots, I guess. Um, Save it I, for the goat show. We have finalized the goat kit house. We and haven't finalized anything. I just haven't released it yet. It is released in my mind. Okay. Um, it's finalized <laughs> Please, in my mind. Please, everybody take note that it's still in his brain and nowhere that, else. Okay, that's yeah. not true. I have it in SketchUp. I have it drawn up. What I am hung up on, and this is the best part about a goat house, it's the front. It's how are they going to get up into the goat house. When I did the goat house at our farm in New York, I had the luxury of, is she going to be able to do it? All right. Um, I had so much concrete to stack like a mountain, and that's what goats want to do. We got to figure out how we can have different types of playgrounds or whatever. Here, here, come over here and do it right there. Um, how to get the goat the goats up into the goat house. That's going to be a little bit trickier. Like My God, if you're interested in a goat house, please give us a call. I'm looking for guinea pigs. We need to just put in a work order. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I got confused. I got very distracted by the chicken. Um, how many chickens are good for a starter flock? Six. Six. Wow. Ooh, high that five. Was just, <laughs> that was just. Thanks. Why? Um, Why? I love it when we agree. Why? Yeah, it's not very often. That's for sure. Why? Yeah. It's just a good a good start for a, a backyard for a family, um, for a couple. It's just anybody, you know. Any really, it captures the right amount of eggs that you need initially and gives you room to grow. Yeah, I call it the sweet spot. Yeah. Also, there was um, I also had something in here about staggering your flock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you don't want to, you know, people get all excited when they get yeah. chickens and like, I'm going to get 20, I'm going to get, I'm going to do maximum chickens right away. And what happens is they all age out at the same time, right. meaning that you're not going to get, and you have to think about what you're going to do. Are you going to keep those chickens? Are you not going to keep those chickens? What's going to happen? So I've always found that staggering, you know, yeah. even though when I got my I first agree. six, I wanted like one of everything after mm -hmm. that. And that's just a normal response oh my god this is so cute she's just sitting on all those that, that's how easy it is guys p p <laughs> papa and november w whiskey p n w pacific northwest i didn't know that either until i went out there i uh, just one more comment if you start out with too big of a flock the amount of eggs can actually be a burden and the amount of feed that you have to feed all those chickens and if you have so much more than you need or you can even give away uh it ends up being I don't know, just too much. How do I protect my chickens from dogs while they are free ranging? I mean, every situation is going to be different. When we say protect my chickens from dogs, it might be like neighbor dogs. That's what I'm afraid. saying. They didn't say my dogs. I mean, you got to be careful with dogs. The neighborhood dogs is probably the number two most common daytime predator. Right. Yeah. Number um, two. Fences, education, communication. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, dogs. I, mean, I think fence. I mean, yeah. yeah. And some dogs get over fences. Another so. dog, your own dog. If that's possible, but that's not always possible. I, I, I get it. There's a lot of things that aren't possible. I mean, there, that would that is based on so many different circumstances. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, 
I don't, because I'm on a small, I mean, I'm on a quarter acre and I don't want my chickens going in the street. I, they're only in fenced in areas. And plus one of my dogs would definitely probably kill my chickens. So I make sure that the chickens are not near the dog. So yeah, you use a lot your of... side yard for mm-hmm. your chickens essentially. Mm-hmm. And, um, the backyard for the dogs, right? Yep. When you do have them out. So. Yep. Um, Laura again, boy, she's on fire today. Joel Salton has a build for raising meat birds. Anything in the works for a Carolina coop meat bird coop build? Question mark, movable question mark. Yeah, and I also had a question about tractor. Yeah, so here's the reason I want to talk about this because it's not as easy to pull that off to our standards. It is actually easy to make just a movable run meant for meat birds. I know if I made a replica of what Joel Salton does, I'll be crucified. And I'm okay with that because, you know, we put ourselves out there in front of the world as the best of the best of the best. Um, there are things about it that I can just, um, I can't even imagine the comments that Joel actually gets. Um, it is not as easy as you would think to make it perfect. I'll tell you this. I am adamant on figuring it out. I have solved a couple more of the riddles, but not 100%. I do know tractor coops for meat birds is becoming more and more popular as people are getting out in the country and they're homesteading. It's, it's not as easy as you think, especially if you're going to move it around. Right. Um, you got a roof that's low to the ground. You don't need to have it really tall. Keeping it low to the ground keeps it lightweight for movable. But, you know, there, there's just so many things to it. I want to do it. The other thing is when you're moving it around and you don't want them to get picked off in the middle of the night, you got to have the right land. You got to be out on a soccer field that's nice and flat. If it's not, you're going to have problems. And that is one of the things I'm still having difficulty with and that's why we don't recommend people using tractors i mean in a rare instance it is very nice and very helpful i mean uh it's it's a great idea but in practicality it's you have um they're usually too heavy to move if they're solid and safe enough it's a daily chore that you don't need to have um, it's better for the chickens to move, not you go out and move the chicken coop. Even for meat birds. But here's what happens on the farm, and here's why Joel does it. And the, it's hard to predator-proof. It is. That, that's exactly it. But here, if you're on a farm where you have nice, beautiful, flat pastures, the message Joel sends, and this is it's genius, what he is farming is grass. It's mm-hmm. all about the soil. And when you can move those tractors and keep – the, the, the meat birds isolate into a secured area. You're focusing their nitrogen load in that area, and you just keep moving it, moving it, moving it. you got just great fertilizer moving around that pasture, and then you're ready to bring in a different type of animal that's going to graze the grass. It's beneficial for them. That's going to also be a different type of nitrogen load. So i got to figure out where do I draw the line because we could easily make one designed for the straight-up farmer, but for the person that's doing it on a you know real small scale i agree because Just, yeah typically for meat birds you only keep them for eight weeks that's it yep all right we have some more questions and it's getting late and i have to go to the bathroom you can so, take a break well you- i want we're almost done so is there here judy asks is there a way to prevent carpenter bees i heard they don't like painted wood that is tr- correct the old rule of thumb is really oil-based paint They'll chew through latex. We actually got a great video where a carpenter bee showed up. We were just talking about it, and Mm -hmm. we went chasing it. Um, Is it bad? Because I let carpenter bees go into the fascia of my shed. 
Oh, if it's the face of your shed, sure. But your home might be a different story if they start going into the face of the home because that can be expensive to replace. They can be destructive, but obviously they are bees. Bees are very, very important. Um, if you want to prevent them from nesting, chewing that hole into it's typically the fascia, the rakes, or anywhere there's wood where it's vertical, mm -hmm. and they can go up underneath and get out of the rain, they're going to start chewing there. And an oil-based paint used to be the IPM answer to preventing them without the use of pesticides. I know oil-based oils are water modified now they're not even a true oil and same thing with paints like you just can't get oil-based paint anywhere at least in the large scale you can get it on a much you know little tiny jars but so is it oil-based paint <sighs> that's your default answer see I, i'm scared to say my normal answer because listen i get it we need bees if you really want if you're gonna if you really want to prevent them if you you can use an insecticide but you got to be very specific in those areas. You don't have to go spraying your whole house like people think. You're just wasting it. But you also don't want to kill the bees. And what can happen is if you use certain types of insecticides, it won't necessarily always kill them. It'll repel them. But that gets into the different types of formulations. You can also, <laughs> you can also put like um, a two by four in front of where they tend to go and let them use that. That's a great idea. Let it be a sacrificial board. Mm -hmm. um, you can idea. wrap it in aluminum. You can let, wrap it in vinyl. Yeah, there's a lot of things yeah. you can do. I was just trying to be realistic, but I do love that idea. That's what we should do with our scrap lumber. Carpenter bee boards. Yeah. I mean, if it is, I just, I hate the idea of just like, no, oh, this is a nuisance. I want to kill it. Because that's it, kind yeah. of our attitude towards everything. I agree. And I think, you know, we're the one that's infringing on everything. So we have to do better. But that's just me. Um, all right. So it's one thirty. What's What time and date is there's it? There's infringing and then there's coexisting. We just suck at coexisting. Oh, we totally do. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, no, we were just like, we're going to build all these houses here and tear down this forest, and, and then we're going to freak out that there's a coyote. Right. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, well. it's, we got to be smart about coexisting. Matt, you can do it. Thank you. Um, so it's one thirty-six. I don't know if you can take a drink at when I say it, but it's July, Friday, July 7th. <laughs> 2023. It is Friday. I tell you, this week's been fun because it was a very short week. Oh, yeah. Um, food injustice is pervasive. What's pervasive? I think it meant pervasive. Okay, donating eggs is super easy. That's yeah, true. I so If you agree. have too many. Here's yes. a quick question for Matt. Fire away. What type of blade should you use for cutting high-density polyethylene? Is that not a quick question? No, it, it is. <laughs> Nothing's quick with me. because A sharp one. Yes, sharp. <laughs> You really don't need any kind of special blade to cut high density. You just got to do it safely so you don't, so the chatter doesn't start kicking back on you. Um, I prefer a blade that, I mean, we've cut a lot of high density from a 24 tooth to a 60 tooth, but you just got to understand the type of blade you're using, what it might do. We use most cases. If we're using a regular saw, just a combination blade, which means the teeth go at different directions, so it's going to skew through the cut, different angles, and a 24 tooth is just going to be a fast cut, not as clean of a cut. If you use anything from you know a 60 tooth, 80 tooth, it's going to take a little bit longer to cut it, but it's going to be a cleaner cut. Uh, but most of the high density we cut, we actually use a, a type of, uh, I guess it's a helical, it's a router bit. 
So again, there's there's. I guess the question would be what kind of blade not to use. Anything will pretty much cut plastic as long as it's sharp. High density. God, be careful with polycarbonate. That we have the most crazy things happen when cutting poly. Why is that? It shatters. It's, it, it's not it, as forgiving as high density. It uh, shatters and boom, just blows up on the saws. And when it happens, I hear it, and I'm like, I told you, like, no, 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 this is what, no. I've had it happen to me enough times. I know what happens. If you don't hold it, and that blade is coming, you got the down cut, okay, that's nice and fine, but when that blade comes around on the back cut, where the cut's already gone and that tooth is coming up, and if it catches the plastic, it comes flying yeah. up, and you got a trap piece, oh, yeah, it gets it gets scary. Yeah, and there are, you could have, there are alternatives to high-density polyethylene, like the polymer rice board. Yes. I cannot wait till we convert to that. Yeah. There has been a whole story about that. I can't wait for you guys to see a video that's going to be coming out. My gosh, what we just went through recently. Uh, we learned so much, and that's what I'm thankful for. And the customer, I, I believe, is extremely happy, but uh, we definitely want to switch to all rice board. Bruce says that Cracker Muncher is such a good mommy. Yeah. Yeah. She is. And it's just so cute to watch. This is what a broody hen does where they gather everyone's and that eggs she's, she's so comfortable just right and yeah. she's not even broody right i mean she's acting no, uh, yeah she she's a part-time broody she'll yeah. sit on the nest or actually that reminds me someone said um delia from chicken landia uh -huh. takes her chicken for a car ride right. to break the broodiness uh, maybe it's, oh yeah. i'm not sure if that works that sounds or not. like fun yeah yeah and she's got a lot of the the, the banties as well so that's, I mean, that's, we got through the questions and then there's, um, fire away. Well, I, there's tons Here, bring of them. them up, bring them over here. No, bring them. <laughs> I want to save them for another show. All right. So James questions from social media. <laughs> here, we'll hammer through Ingrid, you can, you can take a potty break if you want. I love the Q and a, um, shows. I'll be honest with you. Oh boy. See, now Matt's got to read. No. Any suggestions for dealing with tiny ants in, in. In, in a, inhab habitat. inhabiting, thank you. Uh, that's like dumb and dumber. Remember, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, my chicken's nest box. I may try DE, but I am looking for other suggestions as well. If anyone can verify that this symbiotic relationship with the ants is commensal or mutual, then I would be fine with leaving them be. That's yes. a great. I had that one too. Um, <laughs> that was from Gary. There's some big words in there. So basically, uh, is it okay to have ants in your nest box? I'm going to, gosh, I would say. It depends on the ant. Jeez, yeah, there's so many things there. All right, if you got ants in your nest box, that means they're there eating something. Highly unlikely they're nesting because the chickens are going to peck away at them. They do not want to nest there. Chicken, I'm sorry, ants, they are all day foraging for food. And if they find it, they go, oh, my gosh, this is a great spot for food. I got to tell all my buddies. So they turn around. They leave that pheromone on the ground so they know to follow it. So they start to trail. What would they eat in a nest box? I was getting to that. Oh, but sorry. anyways, I was having a moment, Ingrid. Sorry. So when you see trailing, that means they have, that's a, your first clue. They found a food source. Hmm. And you can get down there. And I, even people with bad eyes. I used to love taking my magnifying glass. You can see them bringing little pieces of food back. Okay. And true, fun fact, ants can't eat solid food. So that food they're bringing back isn't for them. They actually got to give it to the larva. The larva eats the solid food. Trophy, I think it's called trophallaxis. The larva eat it, and then they regurgitate it, and they'll feed the adult ants. Anyways, follow mm. where the food's going back. That starts to tell you where the colony is, because if you really need to eradicate the ants, you got to find out where home is. If they're in there eating eggs, 
guarantee it. You probably had a broken egg at one point and maybe cleaned it up. It's still there. They're doing a job. I would almost let them be. I can't see how it would really harm. Because I get bitten by ants all the time. Tiny ants. Stung. Things. Stung. I get stung by ants all the time, and it's horrible. Do they do that to the chickens? That's my if concern. they feel threatened, yeah. I mean, that's their defense mechanism. Fire ants are going to sting you. There are other ants, like the Hypopanera ant, which is very, very small, very, very rare, has a stinger on it. They can chew. Carpenter ants have a big... Remember, honey, I shrunk the kids, the big mandibles. Um, I, I don't know. I would say if you got ants, I, I would still go in there, figure out why they're there. Most likely it's food. Clean that out. Maybe new nesting material. Did she lay an egg? And you'll be good to go. So hopefully that answers. Well, and then the other part is if it's commensal. Okay, I don't know commensal. That's a big Does, word. I mean, do they benefit each other? Is it just like a mutual thing and it's fine? I figured that with the word or mutual. Yes. Okay, I got, what's See? commensal? You are a grammar person. <laughs> it's just this. It's like, is it, is it Can our viewers benefit? send me the definition of commensal, please? It's a big word. I don't know it. I love to learn new words. Okay. Number two, how often should this hemp bedding be changed out for a chick brooder? Or can I use the deep litter method for brooding too? Absolutely on the second part. <laughs> um, I know some people have done it. We've done it you know, ourselves. You, you don't have to change the hemp bedding unless you just have no more room to add hemp bedding to mm -hmm. cover up the nitrogen load. But if it's in a brooder, I can see that you might need to just, you got to change it as, as needed. How many baby chicks do you have? You know? Yeah, you can't How really big use is the brooder? deep litter with chicks. I don't think because the for some reason it stinks. I I just I I don't think if they're in a brooder you have um so much like the moisture from the water and the chick feed, and when the chick feed gets wet it stinks. It's not just uh, kind of brooder you got. Well, because they're in an enclosed space. I understand. No, that's a valid point. Um, I think it can be done, but yeah, if you got, if you're using, I mean, if you have inches and inches and inches, yeah. And you can turn it over, take all the chicks out, turn you it over. You and the turning over. I'm not a big turnover person. Mm -hmm. I just like to add the layers. Well, hmm. then you're not using the bottom layer. Yeah. I turn over. Eventually. Eventually. The, the, the bottom can. layer is gold. It's beautiful. Right. Yeah. How do we feel about selling plans? W what brand of food do we use for our chickens? You know, that was a big topic, what was it, last year? Do we have a suggestion for a brand? I would say try to find something local. Yeah. Me too. That's what I usually I say. I love local greeneries. And and maybe even look it up because even some of the brands that you think are local or a smaller company are Purina. Yeah. And yeah, Purina, Purina makes a fine feed. I'm right. not saying Purina's bad. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, here comes the comments. No, it's not. It's just that there's the, they have they probably have a large monopoly on the yeah. a lot of times you think you're feeding a different brand and it's owned by Purina. But There's what? Six brands in this country? Yeah. Mm. And um I love the Carolina Pride that I you do too. that you um I switched to me that. up with that and I and I also get it from Little Birdie Hatchery which was from also help, that you helped create. Mm -hmm, the Mule City yes. blend. Um, so it's, you know, local is great. I like the ones that have tons of little nuts and grains yeah. and stuff in there. I find that's that's great. What would you say to the people that are looking forward to buying a coop soon? Wow. Someone asked that. Did you make that up, James? I did because I, I get a lot of comments where people are like, yeah, my husband's thinking about buying a coop in six months or I'm thinking about buying a coop in three months. So, so the people that are on the fence... Tune well, start, in. Start now, even though you may not want your coop in six months, whether you're building your own or buying one from us, go ahead and place your order now 
or go ahead and start your planning because it is a process. It is the most, um, you know, it, it takes the most time and expense to get set up with chickens, but it's worth it in the end and it lasts forever. So you can start now, even if you think it's going to be further down the road. Right now we're taking orders for October, I believe, November. I know. Um, oh, geez, how we get so far behind. Um, yeah, so, so I would not... say turn in to VCL every Friday noon Eastern. Um they also say, Matt, how about a climbing wall into the goat house? Yeah, I see. So I wish I could show the pictures. Maybe next week we'll bring it up because that's all I got left to do. And what I'm worried about is, actually, I think what I'm going to do is we can offer the goat house now. It is. It's it's ready to go. That's great. Put into a kit. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's the them getting up to it. Now, you can do something very simple and basic, a plank that they walk up to, but that's boring. But rocks, you can do it. Big, giant rocks. Giant rocks. They're a mountainous animal. They want to climb. They love to climb. And if you can get giant rocks, maybe, you know, someone's got some old boulders, whatever. I think it's one of the best things you do. Just obviously be very, very careful. What I use is I had giant slabs of concrete. I mean, I'm talking about giant slabs and the goats absolutely loved it. We could stack them a certain way. So we had them over a ledge and that goats love. Again, that's what they do in nature. They sleep on that ledge. Not everybody has three acres of concrete in their backyard. She's not exaggerating. And we had layers upon layers. Um, And big boulders are super. You wouldn't believe how expensive rocks are. Oh, I do. Yeah. I do. It is. Uh, Maybe we could do fake rocks like you do at a zoo. Even I don't like fake. Or a pool. What was that Rico Rock? I think it was called. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, anyways, yeah. What would you say to people buying? Yeah. So I so guess just start now. Start now. Give us yeah. a call. All right, <sighs> Eager's got to go potty. One forty-seven. You think I we have can to make? Eat lunch. Do you think we can make it to two o'clock? No. Oh, I missed my eleven o'clock appointment today. <gasps> you sure oh, did. Oh, so much trouble. We got big things cooking. Good. Well, Can't you know what we have next week. What? Oh, next week. Next week's Kevin, right? Yes. We have our dear friend Kevin from Epic Gardening Homestead. Epic Homestead. Yay. Epic Homesteading and Epic, epic Gardening. Epic Homesteading, Epic Home Gardening. We did a coup for him a couple years ago. Um, he was one of the first people I did a collaboration with. Yeah. And I liked him because Don't I- stop asking. <laughs> that I, I, I liked him because he's real. Yeah. He's just a good dude. Yeah. He loves what he does. And I have learned so much from him. And he is a man of his word. I, I said, watch his stuff. I said, Kevin, I mm-hmm. said, the biggest reason why I want to do this, I just want to learn from you. Yeah, you're going to help us build up our social media, this and that. But that, I want to learn from you. I want to learn from the masters, the people that have actually done it. Still, I can text him now and he'll answer my questions. He, mm-hmm. He's such a good dude. Uh, so he's going to be on next week. I guess he's introducing. He's getting new chickens next week ah. so and he's I, introducing them to his existing flock yeah and i'm not sure if he's getting like pullets or t- i don't right i have I asked, no clue yeah i have no clue but he mm. but he thought like that would be a good time to discuss oh, and good. go out there Brilliant. and see what's happening yeah i want to i want to ask him about his crows oh, he's he's right. had luck attracting clo- crows and keeping them and and they're leaving gifts just gifts, like bigfoot yeah. does <gasps> they're leaving gifts yeah, i've always wanted mine to leave gifts yeah mine just take the little container of food and leave it like up on my eight foot fence they just like <laughs> all right, so I'm excited about that that's too. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, so next week, so that's gonna be a lot of fun. I haven't yeah. talked to Kevin uh, verbally in a while, but definitely have been texting back and forth. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so I guess we're having our show next week. Absolutely, I'll uh, be here. Okay. All right, guys, thank you so much. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. We will my music see is. you next week. You better get. I don't the... know where it is. What no, did you right. do to the music? I, I guess we'll just know. end it without. We're get... you're going to end it without music. You Where's can't do music? that. Ingrid. Oh, here we go. Uh, I I can get Ingrid for another ten minutes. I guarantee it. Later.